This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Let's uh, go to soccer. Jim, how long ago did you go to the Euro tournament? I went to Euro Paris, France. right? Yeah, yeah, that was, I think, 2016, if I'm not mistaken. It's been a while. Well, yeah. the Euro tournament is back. If you're a soccer fan, get pumped. 2024. There is going to be uh, some soccer. I love it. Played on the other side of the pond. And they were doing the, the draw, live television. They were doing the draw to find out which countries who have made it into the tournament are going to be playing in which groups. Mm-hmm. This is something they do every time there's a Euro. Uh, and while the, uh, the countries were being... Um, Drawn, they had uh, presenters on the stage, and suddenly um, people started hearing on television and in the studio, started hearing some strange noises. See if you can distinguish what is going on here. They almost got the prediction of Switzerland. There is some noise here. That's second opponent. But in Euro 96, uh, you remember. Now we go with Group B. Which is a successful day that time for the Scots. Italy. Here they come. Italy. <coughs> Italy playing in uh, Spain, Group B. Croatia and with, uh, Albania. Spain, Croatia good and for England. Albania. Someone is very excited that Italy is going to be playing <laughs> Spain, Croatia. <laughs> Italy just drew the dream group. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, that came in hot too. It's yeah, like, it's loud. Boy, oh boy, that's not a mild one there. <laughs> I would love to be in the studio, the production studio, and the director is like, "Cue the orchestra! Cue the orchestra!" What are we doing? Where do we go? <laughs> so, well, you know what? Also, the the people who are up on stage. You see a little bit of a smirk on their faces, but they keep it together. If that was me, I'd, I'd be in hysterics. Oh, How yeah, can you yeah. not start laughing when that sound comes out of nowhere start looking around, right? Yeah, totally. Well, they kept it together. Very professional over there with, uh, <laughs> with their football. <laughs> um, what happened? Somebody has taken credit for this. A prankster, a YouTube comedian prankster, says he smuggled a cell phone with a pornographic ringtone into the television studio before the broadcast and hit it where he knew the microphones would pick it up. Okay, so that's why it was so loud. And then he uh, went next door to a hotel and was watching on television, and when he had the opportunity, (laughs) he would just call the cell phone and... No noise anymore. So the first group completed is the group of Germany, Group A, Germany, Scotland, Hungary, Scotland. and Switzerland. But in Euro 96, and, uh, you now remember. Now we go with Group B. Which is a successful day that time for the Scots. Italy. <laughs> Italy. <laughs> Italy oh playing in Group B. Croatia and with Albania. Spain. Oh, imagine how Dude. hard you'd be laughing if you and your buddies were in the hotel room oh with that phone. God. The Taz and Jim Podcast. All the end of the year lists are starting to come out, Jim. Of course, of course. And we now know what 2023's word of the year is. According to the Oxford University Press, the word of the year is Riz. Yes! You're I've excited wait- about yes, that one? I've been waiting for this word to make a comeback. Coat pants with the stripes, I'm cut away, coat perfect fits. Putting on the Ritz. No, it's not Ritz. <laughs> 
It's Isn't that ri- like staying at the Riz Carlton? It's Riz. Oh. Riz, not, there's no T. Oh. I have heard this word. Now, I don't know what it means. I, before you tell me the definition, can I guess? Yeah, Riz. It, riz, because like, it's, does it mean like shine? Like it's got a certain shine or a certain coolness to it? It's got a lot of Riz. It's fashionable. It's a short form. So, yes, style, charm, attractiveness, the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. That's what Riz means. And it's basically just a shortened form of charisma. Oh, that that makes me like the word less. Charisma. It's weird, though. I don't know how to explain this, but when I first started hearing that word... It's kind of like the word pizzazz. Like, I never knew what it meant, but just the sound of it somehow made sense in context. And it, yeah. I don't know what it is about Riz. It just somehow fit. So I don't necessarily more, hate it. The more Zs or Zs involved, <laughs> the flashier the word. Right? Ritz, it's, it's Riz, pizzazz, yeah. Taz. Oh, now we're Razzmatazz. <laughs> yeah, the, the... Glitz, you know? Glitz, the... the the Zs and the Zs. Something about it. Really spicing things up. Um, so Riz is the top word of the year. Beat out three other finalists. Swifty was one of them. So thank God that one got beat. But that's also been a word for five, ten years. That's not a 2023 word. I know she's popping off even more so than ever, but still. What else we got? Prompt. <laughs> Prompt has been a word forever, I think, too. I think that's specifically about AI and yeah, the, the words instruction you feed in, given yeah. to an AI program, which determines or influences the content it generates. Prompt. Hmm. Situationship is the other one. Situationship. Well, how does that? This is a romantic or sexual relationship that's not considered to be formal or established. Formerly known as it's complicated. It's complicated. It's yeah. a situation ship. If you want to make it official, you better put on the riz. <laughs> Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes, and coat away coat, perfect fits. Putting on the riz. And now that all the parents out there listening know what the word riz means, it is no longer cool. <laughs> The Taz and Jim Podcast. Vasilevsky with Tampa Bay. He had a shutout last night, Jim. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay wins 4 nothing, saves 25, 25 shots. And he has the post-game interview. You know, he's the star of the game, right? So uh, yeah. there's this media scrum in the locker room after. And this video of the scrum has gone viral with the question, did somebody fart during Vasilevsky's post-game interview. Let's listen to the audio evidence, see if we can discern yes or no. Of your mind in the last 48 hours from the end of the game on Saturday to the start of this one? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously it wasn't great feeling uh, last game, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> yes, somebody yes. farted. That was the only rip of the night he couldn't stop, eh? <laughs> Do you think it was him? Was it Vasilevsky? I would know because the mics are in his face. I think it would have yeah. been a lot louder. It's got to be one of those greasy reporters out there, right? I don't know. It might have been Elliot Friedman, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously it wasn't great feeling uh, last game, but... Um, <laughs> they all stop. Imagine a goalie did 
stop a buck like that. Oh, he did like the sick glo- glove save and he puts it over his shoulder. <laughs> going, going right for the five hole. And he stacks he, the pads. He just farts it right back in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> Shoots across the ice. What was Whoa, that? We've never seen that before. The game's always evolving. <laughs> it wasn't great feeling. Uh, last game, but... Um... This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Taz and Jim, it's Ask a Lawyer here. Ian Snedden is with us. He uh, practices family law, but he'll talk about whatever you got for us here. This is an injury. Something happened to your son at a public pool? Yeah. So he was, um, we were in the pool and he was walking up the steps to get out of the pool. And I didn't realize there was a broken tile in the water like in the step and he sliced the top of his foot open. So I was wondering if it's worth it to sue the city. How deep was the cut? Um, it's about like a centimeter wide and it's about like a couple millimeters deep. Like no it bled pretty good. Stitches? Uh, no stitches. How much do you think that's worth? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. 60 bucks? <laughs> we'll give you I 25 and a Timmy's cool. gift card. <laughs> I, it yeah, sucks. I know, it's unfortunate. It happens. neck on the stair, right? Listen, like, I, am, I am a former building attendant at a public city pool. And I can tell you, I worked my hardest to make sure that any <laughs> chip tiles were reported as soon as they Good man. they uh, were, were found. Uh, but Ian, it, I don't know. I, I, do you think this is something, the amount of money you'd spend on a lawyer uh, to, to do something like this, uh, it doesn't yeah. sound like it would be worth well, it. Well, I mean, the good news is personal injury lawyers, and that's what you'd be asking for, typically yeah. work off uh, a settlement. But th- they're going to look at the settlement and probably say, I don't think it's worth a lot, and therefore okay. we're not going to act for you. It's you know, If you want to call a personal injury lawyer, you can do that. One thing I am aware, though, there are limitation periods, in, and I think people know Slip what those falls, are. Slip whatever it that is. That kind right? of thing. If it's against the city... Depending on the municipality, um, it's very short. So if you're going to do something, and if it was a public pool, you probably weren't swimming recently. Uh, You may be out of time already. It was yesterday, indoor pool. Oh, indoor pool, sorry. So contact, if you you have any interest, you need to contact a personal injury lawyer right away. I want to know what pool it is. Don't say it on the air, but I'm going to put you on hold. I might go back there today and see if I can saw my pinky off on that sharp (laughs) tile. That's got to be worth 100 grand eh? if I, I lose a digit. Uh, is your son okay? He's all right, though. You band-aid, yeah, uh, he's okay. he band-aid and a hug from mom. He's pretty but he's good. Lucky there were no sharks in the water, eh? All that blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, I feel like this uh, story is vindication for me. Okay. You have called me a hypochondriac in the past. Many times, yes. What happens if you come into the studio and you sneeze or you cough in here? Oh, God, you're not sick, are you? Where'd you get it? Where'd you get it from? Oh, stay over there. You do like the cross with your fingers like I'm a vampire? (laughs) Well, according to new research, just seeing a sick person can trigger a protective response in a healthy person's body. So this research has found that if you see someone sneeze or cough and you're completely healthy, there could be an actual biological response where your immune system kicks into hyperdrive and you start actually feeling symptoms of illness even though you're not sick. So it's not in my head. (laughs) 
So, okay, so you since your immune system starts acting like it might get sick, you get, like, the repercussions right. of that? Yeah. It's like, oh, boy, I was near a sick person. I better kick into overdrive here. I better start pouring on the faucet through this nose, get the germs out. They found that uh, in multiple studies, there is animals who were uh, looked at and animals who interacted with sick people activated their immune systems and changed the way they produce eggs in some cases Hmm. as if their bodies were trying to like prevent and protect before they even got sick. Yeah, interesting. But how come you're the only person I know who does it? <laughs> if everybody, if we all have it in I, us. I'm just the most vocal about yeah, it. I've got that strongest gene. <laughs> Here's a long microphone cable, Jim. <laughs> Get into the hallway. Take the show into the hall. I don't want you in here. You're sneezing or coughing. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Good news. The Oshawa kangaroo has been apprehended. <laughs> Apprehended. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Did you hear this? There was a kangaroo over the weekend that uh, was loose, spotted <laughs> multiple times. Some good cell phone camera footage in the Oshawa region of a kangaroo just tearing down sides of roads, yeah. through fields. Like down, I don't know if it was a highway, but there was a long stretch of road. And, you know, you always hear, you know, kangaroos can hop fast. But it must have been going 50 kilometers an hour. Like, it was flying. It looked like it was going at a pretty good clip, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Crazy. Um, so what happened here is there was a driver who was transporting two kangaroos um, from Quebec to Quebec. Okay. The kangaroos were headed to Quebec. And the truck driver th- figured the kangaroos um, probably needed to stretch their legs. You're so kidding me. Pulled over at a zoo, the Oshawa Zoo. Okay. <laughs> to let them stretch their legs, go to the washroom, maybe grab a Timmy's, you know, a long road trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have a crunch. And that's where the kangaroo made its escape. So this thing was on the loose for three days. Finally, 3 a.m. Monday, the Durham Regional Police were able to locate the animal. Now, I thought initially this was a joke, but apparently this is 100% true. One of the police officers was punched by the kangaroo. Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't actually wear boxing gloves, but they do punch. <laughs> uh, punched by the kangaroo while they were uh, trying to contain it. <laughs> then they got the animal handlers there, and they did the rest. So, Pretty cool badge of honor for that cop. Like, how many people? <laughs> like, as long as he's okay. He's going to get a nickname for this thing. Oh, for sure. I don't like a pun. I don't know. I'll try to come up with something about like a kangaroo, Muhammad Ali pun or something like that, you know? He's now the marsuperal intendant of the police force. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. So the kangaroo is back in, uh, in custody, I guess. Yeah, I wish I for sure thought it was, you know, these random dudes who have on the down low some exotic pets. 
Right. I thought for sure one like got Like a Tiger loose. King situation. This was the Kangaroo King of yeah, Oshawa. The Kangaroo. There, there are a lot of people who look like Joe Exotic in Oshawa. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been there, so that doesn't sound like a far-off theory, but no. <laughs> this thing was being transported to Quebec. Yeah, I'm assuming to it's a just, zoo there. Yeah, but. it was just a layover in Oshawa <laughs> when this thing escaped. And, hey, I, I love a good story uh, about an escaped animal. This is almost as much fun. Not quite because the kangaroo wasn't wearing a cute little coat. Almost as great as the Ikea monkey yeah. story from years back. It's a happy ending. You know, this right. one is a fun story. Yeah. The uh, the Oshawa kangaroo. The Taz and Jim podcast. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? It's time for sports on the Taz and Jim show with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Hi, Dev. Hey, guys. You're uh, vibrating over there. Pretty excited. <laughs> These rumors have been circulating, although Blue Jays were far down the list when the rumors started in terms of uh, their chances of getting Shohei Otani. They seem to have uh, moved up considerably. It might actually happen. I'm getting a little worried that it's, people are talking about it too much, and we've almost like willed it into existence, and now we're going to will it out of existence. So Shohei Otani is the biggest free agent in Major League Baseball this year, possibly in the past 10, 15 ever. Like he is uh, absolutely massive. The Dodgers, the Angels, the Yankees, the Cubs, the Blue Jays. Like all, you, you want to mention every big market. In the major the major leagues, they're in on Otani, and there was a report months ago that he was interested in Toronto. But you just kind of said, "Okay, that's nice to be included." Mm-hmm. However. Uh, there is a lot of smoke around the Blue Jays and Otani right now. The winter meetings are on in Nashville. Uh, the Blue Jays GM Ross Atkins held his uh, media availability via Zoom yesterday. All the teams that were meeting with Otani met with him in Los Angeles over the weekend. Atkins will not confirm that he's even in Nashville right now. Blue Jays manager John Snyder was supposed to meet with the media yesterday. That has been pushed until today. So their absence from the winter meetings is leading a lot of people to speculate that they are in negotiations like real final negotiations with Otani. He is said to want to sign within the next couple of days. So it could be down to crunch time right now. How much of a difference would Shohei Otani make if he was a Toronto Blue Jay? It would be the biggest signing in Canadian sports history. Like any sport, wow. anything. Like he is getting a contract somewhere between five hundred and six hundred million dollars. USD. USD. The Blue Jays are one of the teams that, when you look at what they've done in recent years in terms of updating their player facilities, they are well regarded for how they treat players, for how they welcome players. George Springer talked about the plan that was laid out to welcome his family, his wife, his kids when he joined Toronto. So there was a lot of of the non-baseball aspects that appeal to players. Otani views Toronto in a global sense in terms of marketing. So he's got Tokyo, now he's got Los Angeles. Maybe he wants to add Toronto to that, to add a third country to his marketing exposure. This would be massive for the Blue Jays. You put Otani with uh, Guerrero, with Bichette, it would be huge. It would, it would, it's, it's almost indescribable. And then are the worst 
seats in the house for Jays fans going to be triple the price? He could make $50 million a season, but the Blue Jays, with all they've done to upgrade the Rogers Centre with dynamic pricing, the way they think more in a business sense, they're doing a second round of upgrades to the Rogers Centre. They could make that back in no time. Think of like the merchandising, the jerseys yeah. that come from Otani. It's it's a huge amount of money, but they can make it back easy based on how huge of a superstar he is. He's global. When do you think we'll find out whether or not this is happening now you've got us all pumped up? Well, I mean, it could happen this week. I was thinking maybe it was going to happen over the weekend, but all the baseball reporters are saying Otani does not want this to drag out. He knows what he wants to do. He wants to sign by the end of the week. It could happen within days. Ka-ka. The Taz and Jim Podcast.